And I don't feel like getting married until my MMO comes out again. So I'm just going to toy around. At so he's not wrong, though. It's just a funny way to think about it. It's and just, it does you're feel not wrong at all. It's, it's an emotional you sit back and really are like, <laughs> what do you say? Really makes sense. And then it's like, oh, fuck. It, it does. does. You're completely right. Oh my! You'll, you'll be staying me. up all le- you'll be staying up late at night yeah. playing with it. It's literally the same thing. It, yeah, and it even has a honeymoon period when you first get the game and you low level and you're making your character. It even has a honeymoon. Look, I pe- I feel like annul Reaper's- this now or do we? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Freak was like, no, I can relate to that. And I'm like, no, listen, I'm laughing only because I feel a little proud. I'm like Nathan, that's like. That was like a that's like the 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 furthest in that direction you've gone like talking about one night stands and stuff like that. I'm like so basically Nathan saying Sim ain't willing to play an MMO because if he likes it he wants to put a ring on it. It's the it's the conversation of the day. Hey everyone, welcome to Looking for More, your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on the MMOs, game development, gaming culture. I'm your host, Phoenix, a.k.a. Seamorg, because that's what they call me on the internet currently. Joined by my party members, we got Total Freak into his house. What up, Total Freak? Hello. Hi, how's it going, buddy? Good, how's it going? You know, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but first, Mm -hmm. my second party member, the Nathan Napalm. Welcome back, buddy. Hello, glad to be here. So, friends... There's been a lot of stuff in gaming news. I feel like today is going to be a big gaming news discussion roundtable. But uh, first, let's talk about our week. How's uh, has anything stuck out for y'all this week in gaming? I've got one. I'm going to wait. I'm going to let y'all jump on in first. Might be a bit of addiction for me, but I, I'm still playing Final Fantasy VI. I'm finishing it tonight. Um, Baldur's Gate Three. We're going to get into that in a little bit, I'm sure. Um, mm. And uh, you know. <laughs> Getting getting myself all juiced up, ready ready for some D and D adventures. Yeah, for sure. What about you, freak? I know you got housing squared away in uh, a certain game recently. Well, for my free company, yeah, I got housing for my free company. But my personal, well, more or less, Andy and myself going after a personal plot is uh, been a disaster. I think we clicked for eighteen hours one day. Yeah, we sat at a plot for eighteen hours and tried to get it and didn't get it. Um, yeah, it's been it's been shitty, but soon well, they are releasing new housing coming here shortly, so hopefully we'll get it then. Yeah, man, I've got to I've got to tell you all about a game, but first I want to say a big shout out to all of the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, or Patreon who support this show and all the other stuff and things. Also, keep in mind, we didn't have a call in today. We didn't have any ratings or reviews or anything to read. But if you want to give us a five-star review over on iTunes, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, The links are pinned to the top of our Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you can follow us at The LFM Show on Twitter. You can shoot us an email if you'd like it to be read on the show at thelfmshow at gmail.com. And, of course, you can call in here at 1-539-664-6801. I... There was a game that released, I believe, on the 17th. It called Hades. Okay. It's a roguelite game. All right. So think uh, Dead Cells, 
Slay the Spire. I, th- I don't know if Slay the Spire is technically a roguelite or not, but it's those games, you know, where you kind of like, you kind of start out and you have, you know, these levels that change every time that you start. And once you get as far as you get, whether you beat, get all the way to the end or not, uh, you basically, if you get killed, you start all over again, but usually have upgrades and things like that. And this game, Hades, thematically, it, it how can I say this? It, it gets my, my juices flowing, heats my engine, all the good, th- all the good things. I can see Freak over there maybe potentially refraining himself, but uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe not. I think he just doesn't have anything because he really doesn't refrain himself a whole lot, but not really. That's nah, fair. Um, I tuned myself out. <laughs> Dude, I was, um, I, I, I quite literally saw this game and I thought to myself, ah, oh, it has like a Dante's Inferno, um, kind of like God of War. It even, the music even kind of reminded me a little bit a little bit of um, the second Prince of Persia game, The Warrior Within. Uh, just like the music, just like the guitar music and stuff. It's really great. And uh, But I was like, it's a roguelike game. I'm probably not going to care about it. I was sitting there on Discord yesterday. I had somebody in the community go, I was like, what are y'all doing? And somebody's like, I'm playing this. I was like, okay, how is it? Because I was really, really tempted. But it, because it was a roguelike game, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he was like talking about it. And then he said, oh, yeah. And that's like, you know, he started talking about how the story was really good. And I'm like, how? It's a roguelike game. And he was like, yeah, man, you feel like you're moving forward with the story. And then also you it doesn't feel like this. It feels really good. OK. All right. So he just basically like totally baited me into it. I got it. It was on sale. I don't know if it the sales ended, but I know today was like the end of the sale. So it's like 20 percent off if I'm not mistaken on steam um so i played it for like two and a half hours straight yesterday and i'm not gonna lie i feel super addicted to it right now like it it they've somehow managed to get a roguelite game and allow you to feel like when you die and you have to start over again that it's not really like starting over again it even in regard to the story, I feel like I'm still moving forward and even dying and starting over again ties into how that works. Cause Hades obviously right without any spoilers, but all, all I have to say is like, I've been itching to play it all day and I haven't had time, but when we get done tonight, I'm totally going to be playing it hundred percent. It's based pretty heavy on Greek mythology. Yep. Um, yeah. So basically you get to keep your progress when you, start up when you start back it's still and- you still start over and the, the 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 levels that are before you are still like completely randomized in some fashion again right but you do feel like you're moving forward and not like starting over so they found a way to make the story tie into that and also like the whole upgrading process and everything it just it feels good man i don't know how but i actually feel very compelled to beat it and it looks good too. The graphic style, the uh, hand drawn kind of look they did. Yes, it looks good. It does. And, and who makes this game? Somebody. Great question, friend. That's actually uh, Super Giant Games. Super Giant. That's right. And and they they need a hit because uh, remember they spent all the money on that uh, uh, hero shooter game. I can't remember what it was called, and it flopped pretty quickly. And um, 
they have games like so they have pyre transistor which i have played transistor before i didn't realize oh. they made that i know i was like surprised too bastion is that the one you're thinking or wow that was a big hit okay yeah bastion transistor pyre and hades these are their uh games hades i can the see one. the similarity between bastion and what i've seen of hades because in bastion like there was a narrator narrating everything you did but also the character kind of interacted with them i saw some of that in hades oh my god dude can i just say the narrator oh I, i'm not gonna spoil but all i have to say is it's pretty humorous how that works out when you play further far enough in it, it it's it hits all it checks all the boxes and roguelites never check all the boxes for me. Yeah. So it was just kind of a really interesting, very unexpected find this week that I want to tell people about. And y'all know me, I'm pretty critical. So if I'm all like, I'm not saying you're going to like it. I'm just saying for someone like me, that that was all the good stuff. Um, shout out to the Lore Seekers podcast who just uh, resubbed for two months. Definitely give them a check. Checking them out. They cover Ashes of Creation. Recently moved to the Ashes of Creation uh, podcasting community. Very welcome there. Great guys. Um, so yeah, Hades is like, just, it feels more dungeon crawler than roguelike dungeon crawler. I guess it's amazing. It's a lot of fun, man. I, I just can't talk about how excited I am about that game enough. And it came at a good time, uh, that it's kind of out and it's kind of built the way it is. Cause with roguelites, you can kind of jump in, play through one or, two rounds if you want and go okay cool i gotta get to stuff so it's a great game for like kind of maybe feeling time or not having to feel too committed to it to like how long you play um which works out well because uh, we had an announcement from larry and studios around Baldur's gate 3 this week kind of kind of too bad i did take off on the 30th uh to play when the early access launched but uh unfortunately they said uh, a couple days back we have bad news and good news. But first, the bad news. We're delaying to October 6th by a week. We'll be back later today with the Romance and Companionship update to pick you all up again. So they had that video that came out covering that element. And uh, hey, man, they gave us good notice. I'm totally down to wait to play something that's going to be good. But unfortunately, it means that on the 30th, I'm not going to be playing Baldur's Gate like I planned. But you know what I am going to be playing, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good thing you found a good yes. game. <laughs> good thing you found a good game. You know At least what? you got something to play. You know what I like okay. about you, Freak? What? Is most of the time we're like, you know, linked up. What? Linked up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when great minds think alike. <laughs> yes. With our powers combined, we're Captain Planet. Hold on. Let me think about that. Do I want to say yes to that? No, you don't. I don't know. No, we're not. Not like that. No, we're not. No. Okay. Well, you... For one thing, we don't have rings. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. It needs to be a, a ring with enough bravery, Nathan. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So, Nathan, you were talking, too, about there was confirmed that your viewers can pull up your inventory and stats on their screen. Yeah, now I'm pretty sure they're talking about launch. I, I don't know about early access, but yeah, so That's common crazy. thing. Somebody's watching RPG, watch somebody play, and they'll have to rewind to see what was in their inventory, all that kind of thing. So we're going to, in the interface built in, which is an add-on you can get for your stream, apparently uh, your your viewers can just check your inventory or check your stats whenever they want. Um, 
So that's pretty, pretty, I think that's a pretty big advancement in a, a very niche market, which is RPG streaming. <laughs> yeah. So pretty exciting. Yeah, man. Baldur's Gate, totally looking forward to that game. I probably, it, for me, I, I actually did go and do a lot of uh, D&D research this week. I feel like I have so much more to go. I think I'm pretty con pretty convinced what I'm going to do is I'm going to probably try to get in on joining one as a player and potentially someone that's got something going on somewhere so I can really, I guess, feel very knowledgeable and comfortable in that side of things. And then at the same time, I'm going to be balancing that with learning all the rules and things like that. So I can hopefully DM in the future. Uh, but what went through all of those hand booker helper uh, guide videos that are on YouTube from critical role. And I found them very useful as somebody. I, I also found that if you've played MMORPGs uh, and stuff like that, that, it they I don't know for me at least they seem to really help tie in with D and D uh, elements mechanics and 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 some of those like basic elements of understanding. Uh, similarly, like you you got a lot of reference points and how they tied into MMORPGs. So it was it was pretty cool and like a lot of people that were actually watching at the time felt the same way in chat. But you know, man, it's funny to see a couple people come in there and get almost gatekeepy and like preachy about it all. Yeah, just trying to like be like, ah, I hate what these things are doing, and they're not really all that. And I'm like, all right, man, simmer down, chill out. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. serve. You get you you get millions of views on YouTube. I think you got you're doing something right. But they they educated me, gave me a pretty good basis of understanding. I I, I feel pretty confident now to start to really play. Those more. videos you were watching were actually really good because a lot of the issues that come across those kind of teaching videos, especially when it comes to D and D is that most of the time they're really dry. Yeah. Yeah. And they were really good at drawing you in and actually wanting to learn what's going on. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I felt like it was pretty fun. And then I really liked all the like doodles and like the, mm -hmm. the props they kind of integrate into it and just kind of the, even the nerdy geeky bad jokes and all of that. Like it just, yeah, for me, it resonated. It made the learning experience and like feeling like I was acclimating to that mindset uh, a lot, a lot more, I don't know, a lot smoother, but dude. Okay. So we're going to dig into the next one, man. I, I kind of am, yeah, I've been kind of impatient to get to this, but this one, I, I'm just kind of like, I've got some ideas about like maybe what's going on here, but I'm really curious to see what you all think about this, to be honest. So this one and I'm going to link it. This does link into our Discord here in the community, friends. So if you're not already in there, just be aware. It'll probably pull you in. The Elder Scrolls Online had posted. And it was uh, that, okay. By now, I'm sure that most of you have heard the exciting news. What is it now? What's that, friend? ZeniMax Media, the parent company of ZeniMax Online Studios, has signed a deal to be acquired by Microsoft, including Bethesda Softworks and all of its studios, including Zoss. It says, I want to take this moment to reassure the entire Elder Scrolls Online community that ESO will continue to be supported exactly as it was, and we fully expect it to keep growing and thriving on each of the platforms that are currently supported. We are very happy with the news and can't wait to see how two companies working together can make ESO even better for everyone. They go on to say thanks to blah, 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 blah. The rest of that's kind of meh, but... 
I'm just really what what's your all's take on this? Well, um, I think anything is welcome at this point um, if they can get the game working right. Um, so if if Microsoft is going to do that and they're gonna, that, that's what they're interested in, I kind of I, I got to be honest about it. Um, I think this was more about acquiring the franchise and less about Elder Scrolls Online. Um, I think they'll continue to support it. I think they'll. I would be shocked if they upped the budget on it. You know what I mean? Um, but you never know. It's Microsoft, so they may see an investment in it. But you know, the thing that scares me about Microsoft and MMOs is they've never been too um, concerned with it. They dabbled in it and they acquired a studio one time of an MMO that I still love, mm-hmm. and they were uh, got pretty close to launch within a year and a half, two year window. And they just said, nah, we're not interested in MMOs and just flopped them out to the wind. Um, and it ended up screwing that MMO. Um, so I don't know. I'm a little iffy on them with the MMOs. I think it's probably good. There's a lot of memes going around about, you know, uh, Bethesda will actually have to launch finished games now. Um, that could be that could be good for the Elder Scrolls Six when it comes out. I think that's where Microsoft's more interested in, is getting that franchise and, and maybe locking it down to future consoles. As exclusives and that kind of thing. Yes. Um, I think that's where it's at. That's where my head's been going. I got a whole spiel about this, freak. Uh, I'm I'm in a, I'm very salty about Elder, Elder Scrolls because I'm I I love the game and I've committed so much time and money to it. Yeah. And I just kind of got screwed. And. I'm excited to see what happens because I would love to be able to log in again and play. I have a very special place in my heart for that game. Mm -hmm. And it kind of like redeemed my hopes for MMOs when I first started playing until it, all the empty promises one after another just kept flowing out. Mm -hmm. My big worry though, is not necessarily for me being able able to play again, but what's going to happen to the PlayStation players because they've, they did mention that, hey, we're going to allow this to continue on the PS4, but nothing about the PS5. Yeah. And Sony has a history of not accepting Microsoft's offers for the cross-console gameplay. I think that arose with Final Fantasy Yep. Yeah. originally. Yep. And I don't know. I think that's just going it, to... It's a scary situation for the PS4 players. I, I'm already. I, I just have hopes that PC is going to get a rework because I'm still a firm believer that they just need to take the whole fucking game down and yeah. fix it and then bring it back. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm I'm hopeful, but I'm not. I'm expecting the worst at this point. Man, I'm gonna tell you, it, it's. Uh, kind of good to hear what y'all have been saying because it, it definitely ties into where my mind's been on this. I'm going to read a couple things from chat too, because I want to make the point ensuring that these points are kind of there as I'm, as I'm kind of leading in where I'm going with this. Um, so King said, if they can provide oversight uh, to stop Bethesda from doing what they did with fallout 76, then I'm okay with this. Uh, I'd also said uh, they would, um, where is it at? Basically, you know, uh, Cheryl was also talking about how uh, Xbox has been going to like uh, cloud gaming. So 
I also had a thought. So, you know, they've made the, I thought about this and, and I remember referencing, I think it was here on LFM actually on our show. And I remember in the past having referenced how certain consoles, like Xbox is the one console that really doesn't have that many like exclusive games that are console. Yeah. And so my thoughts were like, you know, and they've been doing this interesting thing where there's like this Xbox, uh, Xbox desktop app that they've gotten worked out. And so, you know, you, I had gotten a, a sea of thieves key not too long ago and I, I had to have an Xbox account, but you know, how do you run that? You've got to have the desktop app. And so I, I kind of, I kind of have this wonder in my mind if a few, if this is like a few fold here, like one, they are acquiring it so they now have games they can make exclusive to their platform. Which then, if you think about what Freak just said, that that totally vibes with what I'm thinking too. And then doing something to be like, we've got this, we've got this cross-platform gaming culture about our games like and this would be a great starting point because they've got the you know sea of thieves right isn't that that's cross-platform right yeah 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 i think it is yeah almost positive because we played this now correct me if i'm wrong chat and correct me if i'm wrong community right but i'm i played this not too long ago and i it is okay thank you vintari and thank you friend okay so this is what i was thinking was what if this is like their step into working towards having a franchise like Elder Scrolls games and things like that, that they can keep exclusive to their platforms, uh, which would be PC and console. And then they start trying to really like market having this like, you know, kind of dominant force of we are cross-platform gaming uh on our two different you know you could play pc because what's pc for most of us it's what windows yeah the majority not all but the, there's a vast majority of us i use windows so it's microsoft microsoft and so what if this is like their way of like getting in going hey let's make our mark here let's have our games let's have our and this is their step in that direction and it also makes me wonder if that's maybe why they stepped back on Mixer now and get, decided to finally shut it down. They were like, we're going to need to free up resources and like maybe push it over to what we were utilizing here. Because just at face value, I thought to myself, uh, what the hell are they doing? They're closing down Mixer. Now they're like deciding that they want to pick up Bethesda. Yeah, and they that said- was my joke earlier was that like, shit, should I sell my ESO account now? Before there's no more ESO, like I don't, like, <laughs> I can get some good fucking money for my account at that point. <laughs> I say that, yeah. They're, they're, they said they're going to be acquiring other companies as well. And we've talked recently about how many games have just been. I mean, that's been the theme, right? We had that episode called "A Dying Breed" talking about MMOs and how they've just been. It seems like dropping dropping off the face of the earth or getting acquired by another company or publisher or whatever. And uh man, that but it shocked me. It it, it actually kind of shocked me. But yeah, and I saw another thing in chat about here about how like, well, maybe this will help with the drought that we've seen from you know, but that's I mean and also there was like another comment, I think King also in chat said this earlier, which was 
Microsoft seems to know how to like really kind of make money without being too scummy. I'm hoping this raises their I'm I'm hoping this raises Zoss's accountability a little bit because I think that's one thing that they they never had as a company is accountability for the shit that they put out. Yeah. It's always been content, 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 and then turning a side eye to all the negative things that have come out of that content. Cause it it's like building a brick house on sand. Oof. Yeah, you can sink and you can sink friends. And so I'm I'm very like I said before I'm very fucking salty about the whole ESO situation because I've dumped right. so much time and money into it and I want to be able to play again and I just don't understand how I can log into the game, go zone into my house and be at 37 frames and over 800 ping and then switch over to Final Fantasy with the amount of graphics it has, run at high settings, be at 217 frames and perfect ping. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is for the better, but I'm still a firm believer that they're not going to be able to do anything with that game until they take it down completely and rebuild it from the ground up. Yeah. And with the cross-platform thing you were talking about, are you talking about like PC players and console players playing together at the same time? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, as cool as that sounds, I just don't see it happening. I see like a cross-save being implemented so you can transfer between the two, kind of like what Destiny has. But an actual cross they did cross i the last cross platform game that i played with uh that microsoft had was shadow run the first person shooter mm-hmm. i don't know if everybody's remembered that one i remember it was it. like a fantasy fps kind of game i was super young i can't really remember it that well but that was the last game that i played with them that was sort of like the cross platform and you could tell who was on pc and who oh, was yeah. on console like it's just the skill gap and play style was just apparent. And I don't now, know if I can see them implementing now, that to an MMO. So, so they're check. doing, ahead, they're man. doing some really good, um, uh, like, uh, gears of war, uh, five is mm-hmm. uh cross platform. Um, they've also got, um, as far as the MMOs go though, like Final Fantasy 14 does a good job, but it's a very specific, kind of combat that's not really like ESOs. Right. Um, ESO, you aim. You don't really aim in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. And aiming, I think, is where you're going to have uh, that big gap between a mouse and a joystick, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, ESO, there's some aiming there, right? Like, So yeah, I, I agree that I think ESO should be separated just for the um, sanity of the PC players and for the Saving the embarrassment from the console players. Um, it's just my opinion, though. PC See. Master Race. So I always feel like it's not fair. Not because, I mean, like, especially in a shooter, right? Like, if I'm on PC, it would be fun for you to add console players because I'm going to feel like a god because I can mow over them, right? <laughs> but, like, that's not fair to them and it's not really fun to me you know what i mean it would be like fun for like a weekend like an event <laughs> but, it, but it's also going to uh i don't know it's one of those things where even in final fantasy 14 where it really doesn't matter honestly because you realistically can play the entire game at a high level rating performance with the controller because of the, the fantastic system they built for it even then though people will keep it a secret that they play on console they're embarrassed uh. they don't want to know 
it's true it's true like you got to get it out of them they're like yeah don't tell nobody i play on ps3 and people or i'm sorry ps4 but and people will um people back when it first started there was pc players who would actually would not allow people to play with them if they're on a console so you yeah, probably wonder why I'm laughing. Loading times and frames and things. Nathan's yeah. like, why is he laughing? Because I can imagine Nathan going, "Your console, admit it." You need just like, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can tell by the way you're moving. I want to moving. You're moving your I camera wanna... with the right stick. See it. There, there's a lot of things in chat about the whole like you can plug a keyboard into an Xbox and you can plug your controller into your PC and. Uh, what Orokosh said, some folks on PC use a controller and they do just as well. Yep. You're completely right. But what Bethesda, yeah. Zoss, whatever you want to call them now, they have a history of catering to the majority of their player base, which isn't really sort of like the in-game community because they've even blasted the in-game community publicly being like, you know, we're going to go ahead and dumb everything down because your uh, APM is too high. I can't remember the actual verbiage about it, but it was a big, huge yeah. meme on Twitter for like, two weeks straight about how there's a bunch of in-game players that changed all their names to like the low APM gamer and stuff like that and started commenting on a bunch of Zoss tweets and everything. So that's why I see like a cross save being implemented more than a actual cross play mm. style. Man. Oh. Microsoft is really cozied up with Nintendo this generation, surprisingly. It's been a lot of a uh, lot mm. of crossplay, a lot of lot of compatibility. There was even a uh, there was even an ad the uh, for Twitter where it was like uh, them like a switch and a and an Xbox like hanging out together or something. I don't remember, yeah. but um, it was like official uh, tweeted out by Nintendo and Xbox. So that could get interesting too because Nintendo's got their own. They're not really a competitor because they're kind of uh, more going towards which I agree with. They should with the handheld market. And just, you know, you can also play this handheld at home. It's kind of different. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a console war move, though. You know, you got a new console coming out. Let's be honest. Let's, you can look at the numbers. Uh, PS4 kicked Xbox's ass. Brutal. Yeah, true. Um, so, uh, and, and that's sad because the 360 kicked the PS3's ass brutally. So, they came into this with the with the edge and they lost it. And um, Microsoft doesn't take losing very gently. No. They don't take it well. They really don't. They, they're in it. They to win. shut it down and put it in the past. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if they don't believe it's going to work out, you're right. They just act like it never happened. Remember when they tried to get in the cell phone industry and they were just like, nope, never mind. They oh, yeah. They didn't do that. I think that's even what happened it, with like, Mixer. Like, I, I got, this, Mixer, I got yeah. the, um, the Samsung phone. Right, this whatever the fuck this is. I don't. I'm bad. I'm really bad at using phones. But this is to go off this Microsoft cell phone thing. And they're like, hey, you can have your Microsoft dashboard on your fucking phone. And I could not figure out how to turn it off because I had no idea what the fuck I was looking at. <laughs> it was. All I, all I all I know is in chat. I see Vintharian say they're back. Didn't you see? <laughs> they have a two folding screen phone now. Oh man, those phones. By the way, no. I don't want that. I really have my old school Nokia from back in the late nineties or whatever the hell it was. Early Where's my razor at? Yo, gotta practice that phone flip. Hey. You know, like all your buddies that they're like, I can. Fuck yeah, no. man! <laughs> that text in fifteen minutes. <laughs> type of you a paragraph. <laughs> Yo, they need to take a lesson from the razor. They knew what they were doing. I'm just saying. 
but I do want to say this though, right? I, I hear both your points and everything. It's uh, but the the Sea of Thieves game, like I went, and I played that. It is true. It is cross platform. So check this out. I'm gonna read this point. Sea of Thieves is cross platform since its launch back in 2008. Sea of Thieves lets players on PC and Xbox play together. The game also features play anywhere, which allows a player to shift back and forth from PC and Xbox with the same file save. So that's going to be interesting. There's definitely got to be limitations. I think for an MMORPG, for Sea of Thieves, it works well. And from my experience playing, I saw other people that were on uh, consoles uh, playing, and it was like, honestly, the play experience didn't seem any different than if I was playing PC players. But that was Sea of Thieves. Very Very different cutout. So I can't help but wonder if that's what's going on. And, uh, it seems to me like Microsoft would be the right fit to pull that off at this point right now, too. You know what I want to believe actually happened and why this deal went down? What up? I want to believe that Microsoft looked in on Bethesda and saw Elder Scrolls Six, what they're up to, saw Starfield, True. and was like, oh my gosh, we're, this is insane. This is going to be the biggest thing in the next 10 years, which is probably about how long it'll take to come out <laughs> so we went in on it we're just going to work with the whole company because this is, that's what i want to believe right because yeah. uh i love elder scrolls as a series um and i would love let's be honest here no matter what i'm buying elder scrolls 6 right like I, it's just going to happen because I, I like the series but i'm hoping that it's as big of a deal as skyrim was but more open and not more linear because they've been getting more um, boxed in with the way the stats work with feats and all that instead of getting branching out uh, as far as character customization goes as far as actual stats they've been shrinking it down so I'm hoping that expands and of course the options and all that because I mean let's be honest here Baldur's Gate 3 is opening up a can of worms in the uh, kind of uh make your own adventure uh, open world kind of kind of way in my opinion and Elder Scrolls 6 is going to have to step up their game they can't do the same crap that they did in Skyrim with better graphics they can't do that they need to expand in all directions there's been a pretty interesting like back and forth going on in chat here between people talking about you know using the mouse and keyboard plugins to like an Xbox on the console and then using like uh, controllers on like your PC for different like scenarios and, and different people saying like what they think is like, you know, why it works and why it doesn't. So definitely, definitely something I'd want to get a little bit of feedback from and uh drag attack, of course, on Twitter at almost over after every show we get tagged and he, he he'll go through there and it's, it's actually really interesting uh, because he'll go through and he'll basically take all the points, the uh, the little quotes from some of us. And he just tags them and I'll get like, I'll be <laughs> sitting there the minute that thing goes out and, and like within 24 hours, I'll look at my phone and I got like 15 pings or something like, <laughs> which by the way, under normal circumstances, I'd be like, damn, that's a lot of spam. But every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, interesting. Oh, it's always really interesting to see what we've talked about that stands out. So, you know, as a podcaster, that's really good information. It's also really entertaining to see the things that really kind of like spark people's conversations on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. 
because there's been some really interesting ones and you know which i really like that uh i really like that i you know last week i said games playing because uh you know of the whole uh, you know arcade thing with them explaining pay to win in their <laughs> store and i thought it was really funny when i saw that he was like he's like i was like i need to really make a shirt games playing like you know, like, game, let me game explain something to you. When the mm-hmm. developers try to tell you what a term means so it suits their, their own agenda instead of it actually being what it really means. Yeah. Just want to I mean, make it was sure the I... whole, like, oh, shit, I did actually say that. Yeah. On the fucking <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, the whole, uh, <laughs> what, we were talking about Archage, and I'm like, you need to do a credit check before you even get to the login <laughs> yeah. screen. For that shit. <laughs> it's so big like, win. I love it, dude. I love it. Dude, I was like, "Oh fuck, I did see that." <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good, man. I do got to say real quick before we move too far off of from yeah. the subject we were at. Sure. That lately, I don't know why, but YouTube's been feeding me. Uh, you know how you just get videos show up? They've been feeding me these videos, and I'm really enjoying them because they're hilarious. And it's these videos where it's uh, console players trying to convince you that consoles are superior <laughs> to PC gaming. And, dude, it is some of the best entertainment you could possibly find on the internet. I have probably devoured hundreds of them. I can't sleep some nights because I'm like, oh, there's another one. I got to see this. It is so much fun to watch because it makes no sense. Uh, so if anybody's bored out there, uh, just look that up. A lot of fun. A lot of a lot of hilarious uh, content out there. Yeah, which which lore seeker is that we got here here with us in chat? Is that Cash or Jid? said cross-platform makes plenty of sense. I mean, the new consoles are really just specialized PCs. The guts of them are phenomenal. The newest ones really have been very well built. <laughs> Cashish, it's cash, of course. Uh, man, you know what? Though I got, I gotta say one thing before we move forward too, and this is going to be a good series and chain set of events that are about to take place here. Because uh, I, anyway, I saw that there's an HD update for The Witcher Three. It's a mod that came out just as a heads up to anybody who loves The Witcher stuff. The Witcher Three got a someone has been working on a, a mod for that game and it came out like two days ago or something. And uh, it, it, it's not a massive change of the graphics, but it definitely cleans it up and tunes it up a bit. So it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're a big Witcher gamer, look, a lot of people still play it. I, I know some people are like, no one plays it in streams anymore. I'm like, uh, every day there's, yeah. a, there's a very yeah. loyal Witcher uh, basis out or base gamer base out there. So if you are just kind of putting that out there in case you didn't know, you might be interested in, Giving it another one through uh, another run through, it's always a good time. So, also, also on that note, Baldur's Gate two, mm-hmm. uh, some fans got together and did a really freaking nice uh, uh, update of that game. I don't know if you call it an update. It's basically they took the Neverwinter Nights two engine, I believe, mm-hmm. and they rebuilt the entire Baldur's Gate two. It's supposed to launch the beginning of next year. No kidding. And it looks really good too. That's been happening really. a lot lately, man. People going and getting these games and like putting them in like Unity engines and stuff. Yep, yep. That's crazy. Um, all right, so Freak, you actually kind of led on this one here, and it'll this is going to be a really nice lead into a about three points that all tie into one bigger conversation. But you said the lack of a QA for WoW Shadowlands. Maybe you. Oh show yeah, them? that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally said that. Yeah, fuck, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> I had that topic. Yeah. Quote him no, so just going off of other expansions, from what I can remember at least, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but going off of other expansions that WoW has come out with, there's always been a really big Q&A 
portion to the release where mm-hmm. it was they would go on to the forums they would pull the questions that the community had and they would address them over like a youtube video um i'm pretty sure the last one that i saw was last year and i was looking at um i was watching i was watching some streams today that were kind of going over the same topic and it made me think about it too that definitely was the last one that i saw was probably like last year they had a development update for shadowlands developer update that came out 10 months ago and when we started the show i was scrolling through their youtube and i mean they have all these great cinematics that have come out for shadowlands um but i'm just wondering where that q a is at because there's a lot of questions that players have you know regarding what to expect are they paying attention to what's going on in the beta are they correcting some of these issues they had a you know a fucking entire page for their april fool's blue post but they're not going to address a q a kind of thing and it just seems kind of weird especially with everything that's going on in blizzard right now that you think they'd be a little bit more interactive in their community in answering the questions that the players have because a lot of people are losing faith in in their ability to keep the game running is that possibly why they're doing it though. That's what I kind of feel like. Like uh, they've lost a lot of credibility, especially. I know we've already talked to, to death, but Warcraft Three Reforged oh, um, and all the lies they told. Maybe they, maybe they feel like they have a good product and they just want to keep their mouth shut and let the let the community see that they actually are still uh, viable and 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 able to create good things um, mm-hmm. after kind of the train wrecks that's been going on, um, PR wise. So uh, Q and A would be very PR related. So I, yeah. I, that's how I felt. I was like, man, they're just actually just keeping their mouth shut to the most effect they can because they are trying to alleviate the obvious response, which would knee jerk from community be, you guys are liars, or you know, probably half of what you're saying is not true or whatever. So maybe I, that's I the way I saying. feel. I, I get what you're saying for that one, and definitely mm-hmm. that would make sense, but. I feel after the train wreck that battle for Azeroth was, yeah, the players deserve to oh, know yeah. what's going to be coming. Right. And it, it's sort of like that double-edged sword, I guess, because you're right. I mean, it could be the fact that they have a great game and they just don't want to talk about it and like surprise everybody. But the game was... Shadowlands, is, from what I take of it, it's to draw in the player base that quit me specifically like there's a lot of storylines yeah. happening that were for the past decade have been un- unanswered and it feels like shadowlands is finally going to give us an answer to those storylines so but i don't know i feel like the ultimately i feel like the player base deserves a q a to answer the questions to make sure that you know they're being heard when they're playing the beta and you know submitting the bug reports whatever the case may be and it just hasn't happened and for them just to release all these great cinematics and then for their one of their largest expansions their most recent video was 10 months ago and it was just a developer update i don't know yeah it's 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 just kind of weird it's very bizarre yeah you know oh we talk about blizzard a good bit and uh yeah, with with Shadowlands, it almost seems like they're just not as much coverage over it. And someone in chat, I saw Bjorken had asked any news on a WoW too, and 
it, look, man, World of Warcraft is the the pay pig. It, it's got a very large, right, consumer base, player base, fan base. Uh, people dug in. I mean, they got families built around this game, literally. Yeah. Literally families that are built around this game. It is not likely. And uh, so that's what makes this very, uh, oh, how can we say this? Oh, I'm just going to read this, okay? I'm just going to read this. I think it's the best thing to do. Um, Mike Morhaime, the co-founder of Blizzard Entertainment, has launched a new game company called Dream Haven. And it has established two new game studios, Moonshot and Secret Door. An Irvine, California-based company is a pretty good clue that Morhaime and his wife, Amy, weren't quite done with uh, games when they left Activision Blizzard in 2018. So here's an interesting take right here. So Dreamhaven aims to be a beacon for the gaming industry, right? So far, the company has 27 employees across all three entities. They have a lot of former Blizzard developers. So just makes you wonder. I mean, I can't help but wonder what's I think there's going to be some people that are going to go. So why couldn't you just make Blizzard great again instead of having left in the past? How long was this on the drawing board? Um, I'm kind of it, it, you can't help but wonder like uh, what led to this point. Was it on the drawing board and that's why he left? They realized that they got dug in too deep, you know, with like Activision. And so now it's like, can't really get back out. So it's better to go start fresh somewhere else and maybe stay true to the vision. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever worked for a company in a somewhat high tier and it gets purchased and you get it suddenly you have a parent company when you didn't before? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty scary because they just walk in like, all right, here's how it's going to be from now on. Yep. Bam, 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 bam. This is how we do it. This is how we always do it. That's how you're going to do it now. Cool. You're either in or you're out. Peace. You know, and it's kind of scary, right? It's kind of like, uh, well, well, shit. We built our entire everything we are on these principles, and they don't exactly match up, right? And we can't force them to collide. So um, it ends up being a situation where you try to pretend like it's the same, right, to your customers. Um, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not the same. Everything changes. So I think all that mixture. He just he he realized this isn't necessarily for me in the way I envision uh, the future of uh, games and MMOs. So he just decided he'd go off on his own. Yeah, man. I I think when Activision took over, he already had a plan in mind. And they took that away from him. And now he's, I think it's more like a redemption moment because he had, so he had, he did great things for Blizzard. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm actually really excited to see what they come out with. Cause I'm going to play it. I've always been like a huge for ever. I've been like, I had every Blizzard game that ever came out without yeah. it. Like the minute it dropped, I'd buy it. And I, I'm excited. Yeah, there's definitely a I mean, whole letter for this too. And troll, definitely troll tolls in chat. There's there's a whole lot to this. We're just skimming the surface, most importantly, to get people to check it out. Uh, I think I linked it in chat. Definitely worth looking at. I, I want to do a little bit more um, like research and everything, but I want to read something in chat from troll, which is uh, 
in Mike's whole letter, he notes that they are not short-sighted for money and products. So, yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is I, I kind of go with where we're freaks at on this. I kind of wonder that too. All right. Because they were, I mean, didn't they originally form in like, they were like in a garage originally when it, it was another together. apple story is honestly yeah. what it was it was another whole apple story they started here and then yeah. now this is where they are and then they got bought and then everything just went to shit and it it sucks like yeah i feel like he could have stayed and made like ideally if activision was open to it he could have stayed and made everything better but they i were. guarantee you it was more of like activision being like nope your ideas suck this is the way that we're going and so hopefully the ideas that he had or, 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 you know, that he has right now get brought up into another great MMO because I'll play it. There is like so much on this article. I really encourage people to yeah. check it out. It's, it's a lot to talk about because yeah. it's been linked in our discord here. It's been linked on Twitch. So if you're listening to this or watching it on YouTube and you're wondering, just come, come check out the discord or come check out the Twitch. I mean, it, the links there you can you can go check it out uh it's probably all over the internet right now yeah but definitely would encourage people so yeah you know and the thing is i read somebody i think uh in chat was it king said uh if dreamhaven feels as if it's in the same vein as intrepid game and game development comes first and foremost and that is uh of course intrepid studios is uh the the studio team that is working on ash as a creation um, and you know, I also saw, you know, if they, if they do wow too, I'd play it and I just, yeah, look, I don't, I don't ever seeing, I don't ever imagine seeing a wow too. And I don't see them having, I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to make anything. I don't see them making anything Warcraft related there. Like that's, that's Blizzard Activision's thing. Now they're not there anymore. Yeah. So it's unfortunate and look i would have loved to have had a wow too as much as the next person but it's just that the time i think for when that could have happened was long since past friends it is i really believe that hey i've been wrong before it's just an opinion i could be wrong wait you you keep saying wow too i i took that post as warcraft to the second oh, yeah to the movie yeah oh no 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 that's where we're going next yeah yeah, yeah. oh okay yeah oh. yeah yeah, yeah. People wanting a I World bet. of Warcraft okay, 2. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> That's where we're going, though. So speaking of WoW 2, there was a teaser kind of hint. So Chris Chris Metzen was with Blizzard, right? And I think it was he was one of the first ones. What well, wasn't it? Ghostcrawler. I think Ghostcrawler left. And then like not too He was the first one. Yeah. And then not too long after the Warcraft movie came out which chris metzen helped uh, helped with a lot it wasn't long after that movie came out that he left blizzard and he was like kind of you saw him at every blizzcon he was at the you know face there he was he was all over uh yeah. same as mike and um he was co-founder you know for uh war chief war chief gaming uh he was a former blizzard guy uh he he's been involved in a lot of things he tweeted and said Warcraft two rumored to be happening at legendary and then posted a link. So of course I'm going to link that status to you all here in chat, but you know, I would love to see it. I actually, and look, there were a lot of things that didn't really fit with the first Warcraft movie, like them coming over and calling them the horde. 
already and everything. But I think, you know, to some extent that was also their way of framing it to, you know, really good marketing to like pull people over to, to the game, you know, when you kind of frame it like that and they kind of pick the alliance they like maybe, or the side they like, and then go play it in the game. But, um, did, did I, the time, right? Like a movie, you don't have as much time. So you got to just kind of meld some stuff. True. It's a lot to put together. Uh, you know, ideally could it have been done maybe truer to it? Sure. Um, but I still, I still enjoyed it. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what they did great with. They did a whole lot better than the Prince of Persia movie that came out. Thanks. <laughs> Reference last week's podcast. If you weren't here, friends, quit bringing up that movie. I I'm like sorry. to forget about it and you keep bringing it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's a low bar sim. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's that's not not entirely. But the Prince of Persia movie was better than the Super Mario movie. I would have. Oh my god! (laughs) Or the Mortal Kombat movie. Dude, the Super Mario movie pissed me off when I was a kid. And as a kid, you would think I would have just been happy that Mario was at a movie. But I was like turned into dinosaurs. Oh man! Do you remember that was the plot line that that Bowser was this man and he was turning people into dinosaurs? Yes. Turning people into dinosaurs? Those aren't dinosaurs. Those are Koopas. What are you talking about? How is a Goomba a dinosaur? Because they showed it's... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I, I felt like for a moment there, I felt you, like, refraining from going did. full napalm. Is that what you're Yeah, talking? I restrained myself. I had yeah, a feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling. I, I sensed it. He has that new mic, so you know you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I've got I've got equipment everywhere now, so I can't like <laughs> go crazy. I'll break something. What? Wizzy said, "Stop dogging on the Mortal Kombat movie that was worthy of all the awards." I'm gonna pretend like now, I, didn't I did that. like the first Mortal Kombat movie. I, I can't help it; it's cheesy. It is, and but Goro, he was all claymated, and for some reason, dude, I I loved it. I loved that movie, and I still do, just because I loved it back then. Have I you watched it recently? Yeah. Have you really? Yeah. I, I made my kids watch it. Oh man! Because <laughs> they got into the newest Mortal Kombat. That's um, funny. Mortal Kombat Eleven. So they I was like, like oh, I got a treat for you. Come watch this movie. No, they didn't like it. They were like, <laughs> "What?" I was like, yeah, you had to be a kid oh, back man. then, I guess. Oh my gosh, dude! I don't even know what to say. Look, there were a couple. MMORPGs I've seen that have gone up on Kickstarter. Um, one of which most of you around here probably know about because I was kind of like yesterday about it, but we'll talk about that in a second. The first one was the Wag- Wagadu Chronicles, an Afro fantasy MMO. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting because there's really never been anything like that. Right. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, there's like a lot of mythology there that's not really ever been explored. So, I mean, kudos to them. It's already raised over a hundred thousand. Nice. Hundred eight. It, it just launched like homie. They got a day. thirty-five days to go. Beautiful. That is nuts. This this game is getting. I have a feeling it's going to get funded. Like, oh man, I am really curious how this is going to go. That's a cool art style. Yeah, the art style's not for me. That's kind of what, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the concept art looks good. good. It's yeah. It's good clean art mm-hmm. style. 
Because, like, I, I hate the art style from Fortnite, right, for example. But I can look at it and be like, okay, that's pretty clean. It's going to look good for a long time, right? Kind of like what World of Warcraft did. That was just a nice, clean art style that's going to last a long time. You know? Mm-hmm. I, feel like, I feel like they got their own thing going that looks good. You know what's interesting about this one, though? Uh, they've got download the free 5e lore book. What? Yeah. Download Wagadu's free 5e lore book. So does that mean they're... Is that what I think it is? Mm, for science, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. You have to look into it. I don't know. It's 5e compatible? That means you could take this in a and d I'm sorry. What? Yo, that's extensive. I'm looking at it right now. The classes, they've got the barbarians, the bard, the priest, the druid. They're they're called something different. Fighter, monk, paladin, ranger, sorcerer. I mean, it's, yeah, it's all the. So it's renamed. um, Whoa. Renamed, retooled, fifth edition. To fit the mythos, yeah. Didn't know that. Nice. Oh, man. This is extensive, man. There's art on here. There's like, um, how long is it? 201 pages. That is nuts. That's actually worth a read just for sheer curiosity, honestly. But but yeah, 35 days to go. And I, I think in chat someone said, <laughs> it goes like, hold up. They have Barbarian in that MMO? Yes. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy this one. We've, we've got a few topics left, but this one, uh, I don't know, man. Man, they could they could get me to play this just for the lore, though, alone, if it's good. Uh, looks like this one's uh, looks like Friday, October 30th at 4.30 p.m. CDT is when this will be fully funded if it reaches its goal, which it looks like uh, they're doing really good, man. What's their goal? 116. They so they need another 8.2K. Oh, they're gonna make. They're it gonna, sure. yeah, they're gonna totally, <laughs> totally gonna get that, and then some. I hope that's enough, right? Because that's always my thing with MMOs, and they'll fund, they'll ask for Same. funding, they'll ask for like a hundred and ten thousand. It's like, bro, Same. that's not enough, dude, for an MMO. You know, like, dude, people be people will be lowballing it, you know, and like squeeze out an MMO at like twenty twenty mil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like barely squeeze by. Oh, dude, they've they've got yeah. There's people already doing tabletop with this. Oh, how cool, man! This is nuts, dude. I mean, they've got some pretty break out good... that paint. Here we go. Yeah, break out that paint. They've already got like the yeah, but the art style definitely feels like Fortnitey. Um, uh, yeah. however, I mean that would do would do really good. Uh, concept art looks really nice. For me, right. that's not my style. It's kind of really tough, which is why Crowfall for me kind of doesn't really appeal to me either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And same for like back when I think Wildstar was, when it came yeah. out. That was another reason I couldn't really and I, one. I feel so bad about not giving that game a shot because yeah. I probably would have liked it, but it was the art style just never, mm-hmm. all the weird looking creatures and it just, I, I was like, eh, eh, it's just not for me. But I, I'll I'll regret that to the day I die. I didn't give that game a shot because I've heard it was like super awesome and super hardcore and like the rate supposedly so good. Dang man! But I wouldn't know. But I wouldn't know. So super super interesting, man. I yeah. I feel like this is worthy of like some more coverage. To be honest, they 
when you've got that kind of lore and you've got it already tied into something like tabletop, that's pretty interesting. I find it very intriguing in general anyway, which is why I like Baldur's Gate and what's going on there and why I want to learn D&D and, and all of that. But uh, 35 days to go. I mean, you all, if you're interested in it, check it out. We linked it here. Um, go check it out on Kickstarter. It, it looks like uh, they've they've got some pretty, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's like too ambitious. I would say that they're definitely aiming for being true to the heart. So, which is kind of a good thing. Cause you know, when you think about risks, like if you're just trying to kind of make a good game versus trying to completely reinvent the wheel, I think those are two different things, but yeah. And then when I'm going to be a little fresh, I'm sorry, y'all. I hate, I don't want to be negative, man. I really don't, but it's a little, a little, I feel a little annoyed. <laughs> Why is freaking what about? He's smiling. What a, wait, I, I, next I, one. I don't. I don't know. It's what a, are we talking about next? All right. So, next next one on Kickstarter is Titan Reach. And this one's up, has 21 days to go. Uh, their goal is 414,000. Okay. Uh, and you get 10 more uh, bag space with that. So, which is, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> And they're at 96k. Um, it's it's got RuneScape vibes to it, and um, it, it 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 it's stable. I I actually I always find it kind of a a positive when the game devs have some sort of a demo to check yeah. out. Um, that was something that that game Corvin uh, did not too long ago. We had chat about too. I think that's a very respectable thing to have something up there. The concern with me for for this one, and I'm not like here to kind of say yay or nay on them. I definitely think it's important people check them out and decide for themselves. Uh, but I was checking it out; it was pretty stable. Um, I, I felt like it was really easy to get access to, to jump in and play with, and everything seemed pretty straightforward. Uh, the style is like I don't know that that's actually the style they're going for. They've got their it's basically RuneScape uh, is essentially the cutout of what we're going for here. I, I guess my concern was it felt like maybe it was a little nostalgia bait e does it even look like that i it's even got that kind of style freak saw yeah he saw yeah I, I literally when i i'm looking at the Kickstarter right now but yeah i went i went to his stream yesterday it was yesterday right yeah yeah it was yesterday. yeah it was yeah i went to his stream yesterday i literally thought he was playing fucking Rune, like runescape for a second yeah <laughs> yeah see i don't understand that I don't understand that part, right? Like, I understand if you're like, let's do RuneScape, let's make it look cool. Because that's probably the problem, I would assume, with RuneScape. And to me, it is. Is it does, just doesn't look good, right, at all. It doesn't even look good for when it came out. It was, you know, because it was, well, I mean, I'm not making fun of it. Was a, it ran on the browser, right, back in 1999 or 2000 or whatever. Um, but, you know... Why would you want to repeat that part? Why wouldn't you want to do something a little better that in that department, in the art department? I feel <laughs> right? that. I, I, I feel that. And it, it, I don't know. I don't think they've quite got an art style like ironed out. It seems like they've okay. definitely updated it a bit. Uh, but here's uh, here here's my here's the thing that kind of I'm not gonna say it. It triggered me a little bit. Okay. I think that if you, you, I think uh, this is probably the thing that I find myself most frustrated about with games is it's mainly if you say this is your vision, if you deviate from the vision, that's where you have a chance of losing me. Yeah. Here's the concern for me. This is my perception. I'm not bashing them. 
This is really honest feedback of like the kind of thing that is concerning. So if on your Kickstarter and in your videos and everything, you're talking about one specific element of the game, if you have a demo, while I respect you have a demo, a lot of people's criticisms watching were that the demo was that the demo seemed very much like it was out of the box and just thrown into a, you know, kind of play play area, a playground, so, so to speak. That was my experience playing it as well. It was pretty, it was pretty, it felt very good. It wasn't super choppy, laggy, any of that. It played well. Here was the thing. If you say this is your vision, I think even in a demo, it should probably reflect that vision. And the quests and the inventory, the inventory was just the biggest pain. Like you could, like a lot of stuff wasn't stacking. It was like you needed to get a bunch of stuff and craft it, but you didn't have the space to really hold much. You know what I mean? So it was like, I feel like I'm having to constantly craft and then, or dump stuff that I might need in a minute for things. And you're like, I wait a really... minute. Yeah. Did you get the standard demo? Or did you get the champion edition level? <laughs> that might've been the inventory issue right there. <laughs> I've not played the game. I'm just going off of past experiences. Now, if you pledged like $600, you would have gotten the ability to stack items. <laughs> right. That's a feature. You, know, so... you have to, you, have to uh, you know, Yo, dude, look at this though. We've heard your cries for meaningful quests that aren't just kill or collect a certain amount of things. So we'll do you one small favor. Our quest will have you travel the world, solve puzzles, explore dungeons, and fight in climactic boss fights. Anybody that was there yesterday when I was doing the quests saw that nothing about the quests were reflective of that statement. What were the quests like? I got exactly what they said they aren't going to do. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Listen, who, whoever makes this game, I hope they listen. Listen, I love you. Thanks for trying, but you can't do that. Yeah. That's a no-no. You don't say... You don't make fun of the competition and then do exactly what the competition does, right? Exactly. Like, that was my thing. I was like, wait, what is going on? They said that. And you know what I did? <laughs> Meet somebody, run to this person. They tell you to go collect this. Then they tell you to go here and collect this. Then craft this. Then go turn it in. And then to go collect some more of this and this. And that was my entire experience with no bag space because I didn't get the champion edition. And then... There's no champion edition for for clarity and for the sake of being very very fair here. <sighs> yeah, to be fair, Gray Jedi makes a good point. The one quest chain that's in the game just highlights how the crafting works, right? Okay. The problem is that would have been totally okay, but you got a preface somewhere that the quests there aren't going to be reflective of it because. Someone like me who might be critical and might really be looking for, are they being true to the vision is going to see that and go, it is not congruent. Right. You can't, well, yeah, they, they should have found another way to yeah. convey the crafting without putting in the quest then since it goes completely against their vision. Right. So mm -hmm. if I start, if we started the stream off with saying, this is a family friendly stream, pull your children in the room. And then we say, Hey freaks, say whatever is on your mind right now whatever open mic, then we just completely lied to our audience, right? Like you can't do that. People, they, they, they paid money because they liked what you said. And then you show them that you're a liar. 
especially in the MMO market where people expect the worst. <laughs> anyway. Well, and with a name like Freak, obviously everything that I say is PG-13. <laughs> 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 you know hold on let me game explain look here <laughs> here's the other yeah, thing i agree this is a very very good point from gray jedi now to be fair did i finish it no i was like dude it doesn't even reflect what you said like i'm already going i can't trust you uh, this is not a building a foundation of trust or even like moving that direction, even if I like it. Now, if that hadn't been their pitch and I went into it, I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't have this to say because I would have just taken it as like, hey, probably just this, probably just that, probably just a cutout. Am I being critical? Probably. But it's because that was said. Now, Grey Jedi was in chat with me yesterday, too. Had played through it all. I did have this frame of reference because they were there as well and said, or maybe after you get through all that craft, uh, crafting quest, give us one puzzle or exploration quest as you talked about, right? But didn't even get to that part. So you know what I said? Well, they're telling me they've completed it and that doesn't even happen. So why bother with all this? Because this is the same old thing. Yeah. And you know what this reminds me of? Um, it reminds me of, you know, there's tons of people out there who aren't like us, right? They don't like True. research and you know follow every mood the developer makes and you know they hear about a game they hear something they like and they're like cool i'll wait for uh it to come out and i'll play mm -hmm. it because i like that so imagine the people out there when new world if they read about it it was pvp and all this stuff and that was what the game is going to be about and the next thing they know it's up on steam where they can pay in advance for it and play the uh the early uh access whatever what preview whatever they called it and realize that uh, that's not what the game is anymore, right? Like, right. they just, everything that game was about uh, originally. Now, they communicated super well as they could, like, hey, we've changed our vision, etc. But changing your vision is just usually not a good idea. You just got to stick with your guns, man. If that's what you, if you're going to war with the sword and charging with the sword, you don't switch to an axe mid-battle. Just keep fighting with the sword, even if you realize you suck at it. Just, you die on that hill. You died on that hill you, you climbed on. Man, I was actually contemplating it too because a lot of people have been like, hey, Sim, you ought to try RuneScape and stuff. And I'm like, ah, man, it looks so outdated. I don't know if I want to do it. This seemed like an opportunity to have a similar experience, but, you know, in the present. I can tell you a game that is similar, but with, a little, you know, a little cleaner graphics. Yeah. You playing RuneScape right now is like me trying to get somebody who's never touched wow before to play wow in its current state mm, that makes sense i think it's the best way to explain it it's just not worth it there's plenty of other better games out there to do it runescape right now is purely like a i want to go back to my younger years kind of game when you bully yeah. people in game and stuff and in real life from really yeah weird. yeah exactly like if i want to be toxic i go play runescape because i mean it's just accepted there and uh it's fine. Yeah, you can throw people in a hole and they can't get out if they don't have a rope. <laughs> like, Sorry, bro. Hopefully a uh, passerby will bring you a rope. Otherwise, re-roll. Fairly well. Nostalgia gamers only. <laughs> Chat. It is kind of that thing, though. Um, yeah. And also, RuneScape is so twisted up. Now, you got old school RuneScape. You've got RuneScape 3. I don't even know what happened to RuneScape 2. I don't know what that is. They happened. have RuneScape going to... <laughs> Steam now, and then they have a mobile yeah. coming out in 2021. It's I, you can play know. old school on your phone now. Oh, wait, what RuneScape is going to Steam then? 
um, I don't, I, you know, I just care so little about RuneScape that I yeah, saw yeah, the article and didn't yeah, even read right. it. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's coming to Steam. I don't care. Next. It's like, I quit RuneScape <laughs> for a while, and mm. now I just don't have a reason to go back to playing that. RuneScape's that game to me where I'm talking to a random person, you know, that doesn't really game or doesn't game often. And I tell them I'm playing uh, whatever, Final Fantasy XIV. They're like, yeah, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's an MMO. And then I want to, I'm about to say, you know, World of Warcraft? And they'll be like, oh, like RuneScape? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> she said that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, good enough, whatever. Yeah, yeah that kind of game, but yeah, way, same. way not that, but sure. Man, yeah, it's an interesting comment there, Great Jedi. And someone said, yeah, I've never played. Uh, to me you said you never played everquest you should try it so like i have contemplated i've I've watched like nathan i've seen him like streaming it on youtube or or his videos on youtube one or the other and it's i've been compelled i've been i've contemplated it right but the i, I go back to like the first looking for more episode uh where we talked about the dragon chasing the dragon and how some people are have already kind of developed a home and an mmo and you're basically waiting for your home to be built essentially. And uh, that's kind of what ashes of creation is for me. I don't want to invest a lot of time in an MMO again, just to, to potentially leave it again, like in, in six months or, uh, you know, a few weeks or something like that, just to try it. Cause I've, I've put yeah. so much time into MMOs and when I play them, I play them like really hardcore. The only one that I'm currently even contemplating that with this final fantasy 14, because I've already got some skin in the game on that. I've already leveled to a certain point. I'm not super far from the end game, so I don't feel as gated to get there now. And um, yeah, that's that's just my perspective on it. A game like Hades, for example, or Baldur's Gate 3, uh, I could play these in sessions. Um, it doesn't come at the cost of like that same kind of investment um, or have some of those like older problems that I would I would have with an MMO to play it right now which is kind of yeah. stuff I mentioned. So, Finding know. an MMO and actually diving into it and being serious about yeah. it is like getting married uh, compared to one-night stands or just having fun, right? Um, when you when you get in with an MMO, you marry it, right? Like, wow, Nathan. Well, you do. You got, <laughs> it demands your time. It demands your money. It demands your attention, your dedication, your, you know, all of you. So you're marrying that MMO. That is your wed. And I don't feel like getting married until my MMO comes out again. So I'm just going to toy around. So he's not wrong, though. It's just a funny way to think about it. It's just, it does you're feel not wrong at all. <laughs> it's an emotional you investment. You sit back and really are like, <laughs> is what I say really makes sense? And it's like, oh, fuck. It, it does. does. You're completely right. Oh my! You'll, you'll be staying me. up all you'll be staying up late at night yeah. playing with it. It's literally the same thing. It, yeah, and it even has a honeymoon period when you first get the game and you low level and you're making your character. It even has a honeymoon. Look, I th- I feel like annul this now or do we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Freak was like, no, I can relate to that. And I'm like, no, listen, I'm laughing only because I feel a little proud. I'm like Nathan, that's like. That was like a that's like the 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 furthest in that direction you've gone like talking about one night stands and stuff like that. I'm like so basically Nathan saying 
Sim ain't willing to play an MMO because if he likes it, he wants to put a ring on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think about that, man. There's like True. what major MMO out right now allows you to branch <laughs> off and play other games. Yeah. About that. No. I can't think of one, honestly. I can't like, there was one for a while there that I could do that with. So Guys, everybody listening, Sim is not an MMO player. He's an MMO lover. Okay? There's a big difference. <laughs> He's not here just playing the field. He's not just staying up all night with any old MMO, right. right? You don't stick with your vision, you're out of here. He's got a very cut, clear rules, all right? <laughs> it's a to realize why he mispronounced player. <laughs> And then I like, clicked after a second or two. I'm like, oh. <laughs> really? Got it. Pimping ain't easy. Okay. It makes sense. It, yeah. I got exactly. it now. All right. Oh, man. I'm surprised we didn't reference the casting couch again back there because you guys like to talk about it. <laughs> It'd be like, look. Yeah. That's fair, man. That's a good point. You're, Streamer you got to make money somehow. You know, it's fucking like. It's streaming ain't easy in 2020, baby. Streaming ain't easy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is going full Barry White on AOC. Hey there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, man, y'all. Guess what? Sorry, guys. Stream's going to be late today. I'm going to disinfect my couch for a little <laughs> bit, and we'll go ahead and... So you need to make sure it's clean before you all set your eyes on it. Yeah. No, it looks <laughs> fine. It looks fine, but just need to make sure. God, man. Y'all, what a, what a great show today, man. Well, that's our that's it for our episode about the Game Haven. I don't know what the next episode is going to be called, but it is going to be episode 18. Oh, there's some changes coming to the show. We're going to start doing things a little bit uh, more in segments. We got some stuff and things on the agenda. Uh, I was telling the guys, like, give this show a little bit more love here soon. It's been had a lot on the agenda over the past several uh, months, and there's going to be a lot more to come. So it's a good time for me to dig in and make a few more changes to match this beautiful scene that we've got right now currently. But friends, gentlemen, Ladies, imps, goblins, all the all the creatures out there in the lands of D and D, I'll be seeing soon enough. But total freak, let everybody know your domain, where you reign, and where they can find you, friend. Sorry, my crusader. You know, very good. Hi, everybody. My name is Total Freak. You can find me on Twitch Tuesday through Saturday at nine p.m. Pacific time. And uh, the Nathan Apom. Yes, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com, the forward slash the Nathan Napalm. Um, I am also very much like Sam with the uh, with the marrying the MMO, but I'm kind of a little floozy on JRPGs. I'll just play. <laughs> so. Well, that's uh, it's good to know, man. I, I like to know where your your lines are, where the boundaries are set. It's important. Definitely check them both out. And friends, if you're listening, check this show out. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. CDT right here. Uh, you already know the places to find the show. Uh, you can catch us also on Twitter at the LFM show. Reader. You can also leave uh, some voicemail at 1539-664-6801 or shoot us an email at the LFM show at gmail.com. And friends, that is our show. It might be over. But we're always looking for more to join the party. So if you feel like you're a good fit, 
shoot me a message on Discord at, or just join discord.gg forward slash S-I-M-U-R-G-H. And that's our show. Bye. Have a great week, everyone. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you soon. Huh? <laughs>